Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this today after the Strickland Podcast Network, I'm Sam. I'm joined by Schwinn and Tyrese. Next win, 121-105, bringing us to 4-0 since OG and Anobi has been acquired by the New York Knicks. Um, another thrashing of an of a inferior opponent, um, bringing the Knicks record to 21-15. and 15. Um, Probably required a little bit more Randall and Brunson than we all were comfortable with. Um, but as things happen with this team, you know, sometimes the leads get dwindled down and it required some more help from our starters. Um, Julius Randall, leading scorer tonight, 39, 7, and 5. Um, Brunson right behind him with 33 and 8. Um, we both needed them for 33 plus minutes, which I didn't really expect, especially after that first half. Um, but yeah, we'll get into all that. Um, <clears throat> where do we want to start with today's show? <clears throat> uh, I guess we could just start with Brunson. Um, I thought Brunson played a great game. I feel like, especially in that second half, he was a really big part of like well, it's for starters he was a really big part of blowing the lead and then he was a really big part of helping the lead get built back up so it was good it was good to kind of see him settle in uh he's been locked in as a passer these last couple of games i mean eight assists again only two turnovers hyper efficient from the field uh 10 18 from the field four eight for three nine free throws out of nine free throws the free throws have been fixed thank god uh yeah otherwise just really solid game from him uh all-star him not much get more out there and vote, folks get out there and vote um yeah i think i mostly agree with that i still feel like he's having like i feel like he's had more stretches of like weird bad decision making this year than last but i could just be like misremembering the same stuff happening last year and like i just don't remember it now um, but I do think when they play against zone, um, I mean, I, I definitely said this last year. I've said it before many times. I thought IQ was their best guard in terms of just like getting them organized and understanding how to attack a zone. Um, Brunson has a habit of trying to like split the zone, but he has a, he does this all the time, like trying to like get in, in, into the paint himself. Um, and then in general, like he just kind of, I think he's too methodical. And like these last two games, I will say um, they've come out to start the third quarter in both these halves. And it feels like they're trying to already like milk the shot clock away and, and just kind of like run ball the game to it, to the end. Um, and it has not really worked yesterday. They didn't get punished because their defense was really good. Their defense to start this third quarter was not, but they was also like, they just kept getting caught. Um, with too many guys attacking the offensive glass and just having no numbers back. Washington got, I think most of their run, I would guess, was just like off of runouts after defensive rebounds. So once the Knicks fixed that, they were fine. Um, and like, yeah, once like the lead got to five, and then after that point, Brunson kind of settled things down. I think he found a better rhythm. Um, and Julius had like, I mean, him and actually him and OG to start this third quarter were like, I don't know. They were like walking around. It was really weird, actually. Um, but then the whole energy like, of the team felt weird in that first. Yeah, like, I mean, 
I, I get it. It's like it kind of you kind of sensed it at the end of the first half, and then it carried over into the start of the second half. But um, like NBA games are forty eight minutes for a reason. You're not going to play well for all forty eight minutes most of the time, almost ninety nine percent of the time. So, um, you know, they got their shit together and then they just beat the shit out of an inferior opponent. And yeah, Brunson was definitely key to that. Uh, the Knicks had 20, 27 assists uh, tonight. So they continue their uptick in um, sharing the ball uh, since the trade. And um, yeah, it's really good to see. And then obviously uh, the rebounding tonight was a little weird. It felt like they, it, they tightened up, um, but there was actually a point in this game where, the Wizards had more. I mean, they finished with more offensive rebounds anyway. But um, they fin- they had more offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds, and they were out rebounding us by like five or six at one point, which was a little weird. But um, they ended up losing the rebound battle by one, and then obviously the turnovers. They turned over Washington twenty times today. Honestly, it could have been more. There were a couple of loose balls that like it felt like it was crazy the Knicks didn't get to. So um, just a good solid game, I guess, and. You know, if I'm going to be critical of anything, I would just say that would have liked to see, like, once they kind of got hold of the game again in the third quarter, I would have liked to see Deuce and Grimes get a little more burn there um, and then maybe come back with the starters a little sooner in the fourth uh, than he did. Maybe that would have been a better rotation, but um, that that's just, you know, that's just what it is. But, uh, you know, and if you want an evaluation of what Tibbs thinks of Precious Chua, I would just say watch the second half where he literally just didn't play him. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, pressures at your minutes. They were non-existent in that second half. Um, Thank but, God. But it brings the point of, and I see several people in the comments already bringing it up, Vivek says, can Thibs please chill with Hartenstein's minutes? He's either going to injure him or severely burn him out. Brian Benjamin also brings up, should we be concerned about iHeart's minutes? Um, maybe what we saw in the second half will be more of a consistent thing where he brings, um, he puts Randall at the five um, and, you know, puts OG at the four. Um, but we'll see how that goes going forward. Um, but I'm not too confident in that being the case, but yeah. Um, well, he had it today. So I for like did two possessions. There's literally I two mean, possessions. I and mean, it's versus the Wizards too, so he like baby steps, baby steps. We're getting there though. The fact that Are he we... knows it exists is there's proof of concept at least. I I'm I'll I'll believe it when I see it in any number of minutes that is relevant against a team that isn't the Wizards. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I just I'll believe it when I see it with him. Um, but you know, uh, honestly, at this point. I would like, I would just like to see Sims over Precious. Like, the, Precious today, this is what he played eight minutes, two points, zeros everywhere else. Actually, he had one foul. Um, and like, he just doesn't, he never seems like he's on anywhere near the same page as anybody. It's really <laughs> weird watching him play. Like, I get he's new, but he looks like they put me out on the basketball court, like, literally having no, no idea what to do. And it's just weird because it's like, dude, you've played basketball your entire life. So, <laughs> it, like, I understand if you don't know some plays and shit like that. But it's like they took he, a soccer player and put him out there. Yeah, he he like does shit where you're like, dude, do you like did you play basketball in your life? Is that a thing you've done? Um, so that that part is weird. But you know, like, 
I I stand by what I said yesterday. Like I would not go about not acquiring. Yeah, yeah, I, I would not go get another center. Like I would force him to either live with the centers he has or play Julius at the five more and commit to that because that is a way to guarantee that like Quentin Grimes, Quentin Grimes got 15 minutes tonight after the game he played last night, the fourth quarter deserved more. Like you got to get him more burn. And I get it. Like Josh Hart was really good again. Um, I know the numbers aren't as eye catching today, but uh, he was a plus 24 in his minutes. That big lineup that he seems to really want to work uh, (laughs) did work again today for his credit. So maybe he's onto something. Um, I do think that like, I, I still believe that when you play better teams over a longer sample, that's not going to be a great unit, but we'll see. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. It was like, I, I don't, I'm not really, it would have just been nice to see like Brunson at like 32 and Randall at like 33 and Harnstein at like 34. And I still like, they won by 16 and I know the game is, it was very up and down, especially in the second half, but you know, I think he could have bought them a few more minutes in that first half when they were kicking ass. Um, but yeah, look, when the Knicks, they still definitely need more creation. And the way they've been getting around that is they have these stretches where they just get out and transition a bunch. And they were able to do that in the second quarter. Um, and that kind of pushed them out to that lead to 26. They didn't do it as much in the second half, but then their half-court execution and just shot-making was way better, so... Um, they were able to pull us away, but yeah, those are just a couple of things I would kind of like to have seen. But yeah, they have two days off. I think it's okay. Like you just you have to kind of like buy the minutes back somewhere else rest in the in the rest of the season. It's kind of how I see it. So, um, in an individual game, sure, not necessarily what you want to see, but I don't, I I wouldn't really like ring the alarm bells quite yet. Um, here we have um Connor. He says Precious will give you a good seven game run. Where we haven't we haven't seen this yet, but he says where you go see there's the potential. Seven followed by twelve games, seven possession. (laughs) He said seven game. (laughs) It's followed by twelve games of Have you ever played basketball? I think we're in the midst of the the twelve game one. Um, I don't know when we'll when we'll be seeing the seven game run if there will even be one because it looks like from the way Thibs played him today, he's not. I mean, if you're not confident enough to play a guy versus the Wizards, that's not a good sign for that player going forward. Um, But but with the whole um, Dibs center situation thing, um, all right, you know, let me address this comment then before I get into my other thoughts. Um, but Kenny Mayer, he says, you can, also, you can already see the narrative starting with those always unhappy. Knicks fans that OG isn't getting enough shots. What's your thought on this? He's going to make $150 million this offseason. I don't think he gives a fuck. It's, it's also, it's been, it's been four games. Like, that's that's my thoughts on this. It's been four games. Um, and tonight, like, I think Clyde, Clyde was harping on us all night. Like, he was right. Like, there were opportunities for him to take shots. And he instead He's being very unselfish. Or, or tried to make a play for somebody else. Like, I, if people want to be upset about that, that's fine. Like, I, I would imagine that paying him a shit ton of money and playing a lot of minutes and winning a lot of basketball games um, would go a long way towards him being fine with his role. And also, like, I think it seems like the biggest competition people are worried about is like the Sixers. Do you really think he's going to get a bunch of shots on the Sixers? Like, have you watched Joel Embiid's usage is at like 38 or some nonsense like that. Maxi's at a high usage level. Like they play around their two guys as much as the Knicks do, if not more so. So um, no, I'm not worried about this. And I think again, it's been four games. We've seen them 
I think they're still working through stuff. And and I think that I thought Randall was trying to make a conscious effort to actually find him in the fourth quarter. Um, so yeah, look, maybe it's something that they just need to be more conscious of, but um, you know, I think they'll be fine. I'm not, I'm, again, I'm really not that worried about it. And even when he doesn't shoot that well, or isn't that involved offensively, he's managing to find ways to, to, to be impactful and, and help the team out. So that's really the bigger kind of that's that's what's more important to me and and og's had his fair amount of shots too like i don't think like he it's not like he's come here and he's like taken none i mean like the first i mean i think the first couple games the team has really made a concerted effort of of looking for him and like you said he's 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 passed he's passed those opportunities up to make um plays for others um and like people say winning winning cures all i think the whole reports of him on the raptors not being happy with like his role i think like the Raptors weren't really going anywhere. So like, of course he's going to obviously want to like either go somewhere where like winning is going to be the solution for that. Or he just wanted to get more of an opportunity um, to make himself known on the Raptors. And he's getting all the recognition and whatnot um, over here in, in New York. And, you know, winning is going to solve all that, whatever other issues that he has with wanting to be more of a part of the offense. So <clears throat> yeah, I agree. And also, I, what I will say is that, like, if you're worried about his role in the offense, I think you need to maybe prepare yourself for the idea that this will be generally, broadly speaking, his role in the offense. Um, and he will prepare for that while he gets paid a shit ton of money next summer or this upcoming summer. And um, the other part I'll say is, like, at some point, the Knicks are probably going to be looking to get another high-usage star-type player to put into the starting lineup. I imagine if they, if they keep Julius Randle, then I think it would be at the shooting guard position where DiVincenzo currently is. Um, and, like, like so that's just kind of what's going to happen in time. So, I don't know. Like, I, I just – if you're really that worried about this right now, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's been four games, and we've seen – awesome stuff for most of those four games. I feel like you're trying to, if you want to be worried about this, like, like, look, I'll criticize Tibbs for a lot of things, but it feels like I've seen a lot of people kind of bring this up almost as a way to be like, like shit on Tibbs offense or whatever. And I don't really think that's what it's about. I just think it's guys figuring shit out. Like, I'm not going to, I don't think this has to do with Tibbs. And it's like, it's just weird because at the same time, there'll be people that I'm sure there were a lot of people that, are not happy about his shots that were also like RJ shooting way too much. So I don't know, can't have it both ways. Do you, yeah, people just, they can't be satisfied. You can't satisfy everyone. It's true. Um, there was something I was bringing up. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, as we were talking about the center situation yesterday and we brought it up again today um, with buying the center position more minutes per se, or like, getting those minutes away from Precious, forcing Tibbs to go to Randall more at the five or or even trying Sims. Like, which one would you, which one would you guys prefer? More Randall at the five or like trying Sims to spell Hartenstein like five, six, six to eight minutes a night or something Just like that? Just play Taj. Like, <laughs> Sims stinks. Like, Precious stinks the most and Taj <laughs> is like, he stinks the least, but he gives he you like... 10 minutes of energy and that's kind of what they need he can he no Taj can't play anymore 
Like, he should not be playing. They should play Sims. Sims has never gotten an opportunity with his bench group since his rookie season. That was the one season where he actually looked legit good um, in his minutes. I think he was like a plus 8.9 rating or whatever the hell it was in a smaller sample. Uh, the way that bench group plays, they have ball hawks everywhere. They've got Deuce. They have Grimes. They have Hart. That's the kind of group you want to put him in where he's very protected on the perimeter defense. Um, and they're doing more switching and stuff like that. That's where you want to put him in. The Taj thing needs to end. Give me a break, dude. He guy's like 58 years old. <laughs> he thankfully gave us the fucking honorary Taj performance um, on his uh, on Christmas Day. But fucking get the fuck out. That, that was his Kurt Thomas game. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not ten minutes of Taj is a joke. Like he wasn't playing for the fucking Wizards, bro. Like they the fucking Wizards cut him. Like can we be serious? He's not an Ta- NBA player. Taj is he, Taj is here for the vibes. He's not an NBA player and he's not an NBA athlete more importantly like say whatever you want about sims and precious or whatever but like those guys can at least move if you play them for three consecutive games todd by the end of his like fucking run looked like he was ready to just call die him. yeah he's like <laughs> i don't know if i've seen anybody an nba player happier to stop playing <laughs> fucking give todd 10 minutes night be serious tyrese you want him to die is that what you want you want him to die <laughs> He doesn't want Taj to see his grandchildren. Does Taj even have kids? (laughs) The whole borough of Brooklyn is his child. (laughs) That's real. Fort Greene. Sam is his child, therefore. All right. No. (laughs) Farmers. Um, But yeah. um, Oh, Ace says play Taj four minutes, Jericho five, and Precious two. So backup center by committee. I'm down, dude. <laughs> Just play Hardenstein's what? He's gonna if you play Hardenstein like 33, 34 minutes, whatever, give Sims like eight Six. and then give Randall the rest. And you can up OG's minutes at the four. That's not hard. You you like you can easily like you can you don't even need to up OG's minutes. All you need to do is play OG at the four more when Randall's at the five, and then you can increase Grimes' minutes or Deuce's minutes. That's it's that's it's not hard. Like they can do this pretty easily. Todd or not Todd, Jesus. Tim <laughs> just has to like come on, like enough. Let's do this. Come on. But yeah, um, very fun. Well, kind of fun win. It was annoying in the third quarter when the Wizards were making it close and everyone was just like, uh, are the Knicks trolling us tonight? Um, but it's good to have back to back blowouts. Um, you know, good to comfortably beat teams. Um, four and since we got OG and Anobi. They were trying to help Josh Hart parlays, I'm convinced. Nick, Knicks are only two and a half games back now of Philly after tonight. Yeah, I, I told you. The third team is going to be but well within grasp by the end of the month, I think. And the dastardly Pacers lost tonight, so that was good. Thank God. Fuck the Pacers, bro. They got yes. – I mean, they got pretty – Boston handled them. And I don't, good. I don't, I, I, did Porzingis, Porzingis must have gotten hurt. Somebody – Yeah, he got what hurt. Happened? What happened? Um, he got, like, hit in the eye or something. <laughs> Porzingis got hurt in a way. Yeah, Man, that's he got hit in the eye or something. I feel that's so crazy. Bad for him. I feel so bad for him. Oh. <laughs> Where was he on January sixth? That's my question. <laughs> yeah, he had to dip out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he had some festivities to get to. Oh no, I'm so sad about Ashley Babbitt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my eye hurts, guys. Trust me, it's my eye. Ah, he was fucking crying. Get the fuck out of here. Look Porzingis at, is absolutely MAGA, by the way. 100%. Uh, I mean, he's definitely something. 
I don't know if they call it MAGA over there, but uh, it's definitely something. Like, Whatever the Latvian term is for MAGA, he fits the bill. I think it's called neo-Nazi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, another blowout game. What, do we, what, what else do we talk about with this team? I mean, they're obviously... We still think they need a bench creator. I know everyone loves the, the Deuce minutes now. And everyone's I would, like, hey, let's I, give Deuce a chance still to... I would like to I, – I don't know why. So the first game when they played Minnesota, I'm pretty sure Randall came out first and it was with Brunson in with the bench. I'd have to go back and watch, but I'm almost positive that's what happened. That was the best the benches looked in the half court since the trade. Um, I am fine with him, like, seeing, you know, oh, let me see if Randall's good with the bench. Like, I'm fine with that. that that's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's okay to, like, figure out, like, which of those guys maybe is better with which group. But – I liked him to go back to Ran or Brunson, sorry, because I think that group needs ball handling more than they need like Randall's kind of bully ball initiation. Um, and I think like it, like the one thing we know is that if you go back to like the start of the 2021-22 season, Deuce and Grimes, when they're on the floor together, their best minutes came when they played with quickly, right? It's because they mm-hmm. had another ball handler who could kind of like create offense and get the team organized and all that stuff. And they could just focus on what they do best. And obviously, you know, Brunson and Quickly are different players in many, many ways. But I think the logic, I would have just at least like to see that explored for more minutes. Because to me, I, I'm starting to believe in the deuce jumper. Like, it feels like now that he got paid, he's discovered, like, his ball sack again and that <laughs> he has them. Um, and he's shooting with confidence. And I think Grimes has some of his kind of, like, you know, mojo back. Yeah, and Mojo. I mean, you know, the, the aura is starting to to tick up uh, a little bit. Yeah, we're like I think even Deuce's aura after the game yesterday was a little it's pretty wild. Um, and I was very pleased for him. It's, it's the but, Yeah, but but like no, seriously. It's the like, braids. He yeah. needs to quit it with that stupid afro. Moment. Yeah, the afro, like you're he looks like a baby when he does like, <laughs> like, Why do you he look, he's like 16? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, you but, dye your hair and you have an afro. Do you pick one? <laughs> yeah, he's got to stick. He's got to stick with the braids. That's why. That's like. So I mean, maybe he just wants to show us what like Sohan would look like if he grew grew out his fro. Uh, <laughs> but but like no, I, I just think that they could both benefit from that. And um, you know, I I so I I wonder. He seems to want to have heart with that group instead. And of have like, heart be the creator yeah, somehow. Yeah, God bless Thibs's old ass soul for thinking that would work. Yeah, which is which is weird, but like, I think maybe something to consider would be so. Right now, he's subbing Brunson and OG out at the same time, right? It's like usually like the five or six minute mark or something in the first quarter. Um, I think it would be something to consider to maybe just take out, um, like take out Brunson, put in Deuce, and then take out OG a couple minutes later, put in Hart and Grimes for Divincenzo at the same time, uh, and then maybe come back with. Brunson at the start of the second quarter and have that. So like Randall can close out the first with that group, but then Brunson starts. starts the second. second. Yeah. And, and maybe, you know, I I just, it's not, it's not straightforward. I understand. And like, so my, my only thing is I, I understand him mixing and matching. I just hate the lineups when he's just like, okay, it's deuce and Grimes and Hart and fucking OG and precious. And I'm like, Honestly, what what is this group supposed like? If they don't get stops on defense, they don't turn turn them over. They cannot create anything. They can't it's create. So offense. stagnant. 
and I, I and I like I just think it, it's it's yeah we can sit here and bitch about precious and bitch about Deuce <laughs> has to play with confidence and grime like but like that group just isn't going to it's not going to work like if what if you added up their usage on average this season or for their careers it's probably like eighty or something probably less than that like that's not functional so yeah what are you celebrating or you hit a parlay. The silence is a yes. My my uh, big thirty covered for me though. I was all over his points and threes today. You had big thirty in a parlay. No, I just took him straight up. I, I had points and uh, I just hit a. I just somehow hit a college basketball player prop parlay. That is the most degenerate gambler statement. You <laughs> Do you even know any the of the players? Barely. <laughs> what you're dude? You're betting on complete strangers. That's insane. <laughs> and I won a thousand dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. Let's rob him. We're gonna rob his phone. We're gonna take his phone. Fucking deposit in our bank account. He's gonna try to steal my FanDuel info. Yeah, cash we're out go- FanDuel. We're, we're going to New Jersey. We'll find him somewhere. <laughs> uh, this is from Connor Pearson. Where Deuce needs to never have the Ke- Kelly Oubre Afro again. Um, I. Yeah, look, you're not going to get any argument from me. Also, like, he just does that. Like, like, he, why does he constantly like? He's like he has braids, and then after like a week, he comes back with a fro, and then after like ten days, he has the braids again. I'm like, figure it out. Make pal. up your mind. Yeah, like make a choice. Figure out who you are. Okay, who are you at the elbow, Deuce? Uh, <laughs> this is from Nafi Mohuda. If we miss out on Brogdon, we should be the next Plan B. I like Clarkson. Yeah, Clarkson's got some juice to him. He'll also that, drive Tibbs crazy because he like has some of the craziest turnovers you'll ever see. He has that like J.R. Smith sort of yeah. irrational confidence energy that we've been missing on a team lately. Yes. Yeah. I know. I I as long as he promises to cut we his need braids, chaotic energy. Yeah, I just need like, him to cut his braids that are just like those, those extremely long. Yeah, they're really long. <laughs> <laughs> just dial it back a little bit. I also feel like he'd be like he'd take a weird ass number, and I feel like the Knicks don't have like, enough weird ass numbers on the roster. So What's hard to shine? Fifty-five. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but like I'm talking like Taj Gibson, sixty-seven weird. I feel like that's pretty. Then again, no, Brogdon would do ninety-two because Brogdon's ninety-two right now, and that's just like Brogdon's ninety-two. Ew, that's so gross. That's so oh, that's wrong no, with right. him. No, right. he changed to eleven. Never mind. Oh. 92, he was like, uh, that was back when Big Bush was still in office. (laughs) Big Bush. He was born in 92, that's why. But no, he's 11 right now. This country has gone to shit since I was born. (laughs) Too many liberals running around this country, if you ask me. (laughs) Um, Back in my day. We stood for the flag. <laughs> we stood for the I stood for the Pledge of Allegiance, pal. Take your hat off. We respected the military. <laughs> there was no sauce to our dribbles. We took true dribbles and passed the ball. Back in my day, the only Halliburton that existed created weapons of fucking death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenny Mayer. Uh, it feels like those minutes without J.B. Randall... He's just trying to buy JB more, two more minutes on the bench. So he, yes, um, so he, so he doesn't top forty minutes. He doesn't believe in that lineup, but he also doesn't want to pull either early in quarter. Um, I agree. That's what it definitely seems like. 
Like, it feels like in his head he's decided that they just have to play 38 minutes a game for now. And I just, like, you're not, these guys are not, even if they, they, they're going to get to the playoffs, but you play them 38 minutes a night. Like, this is the mistake Tibbs has made before with teams, right? Where he's, like, trying so hard in the regular season that when you get to the playoffs, these guys don't have any juice left. Last year, they they were they didn't have that problem because they had, like, again, I don't want to make it seem like he was the fucking MVP of the team. It just mattered a lot that quickly was there because he knew quickly could run the bench for longer than he trusted. And he didn't even fully trust quick, right? But, like, he definitely trusted quick way more than he trusts fucking Deuce or Grimes to do anything. So um, that that was a uh, – it was easier for him to, I think, lighten the minutes load. And it was a lot better. It was really good last year, actually, I thought, um, for JB and Randall. But this – is kind of reaching a point where you're, I don't know, you, you can't sustain this for too long. Um, if I remember correctly, he kind of did this when Mitch was out last year, where he was just like, all right, guys, our defense is out for the next six weeks. So just fucking play 40 minutes a night for a while. Uh, but they, 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 they obviously can't sustain this. So either he'll adapt and make some changes or they will have to go out and get a, another guard because um, I, I think it's just, I'm actually kind of happy about some of the stuff I've seen from Deuce in the last few games. I, it goes beyond just like willingly catching and shooting, but he's not going to be prepared to run an offense for a team that wants to be legit good in the playoffs, even for like eight, nine, 10 minutes. I mean, hell we saw quickly struggle with it in the playoffs. And like, I don't think Deuce is even, cl- I mean, he's nowhere near what, what quick was right. So um, offensively anyway. So that's, that's just something that like, that's what I worry about. Yeah. Like I would be fine if they were like, we'll we'll trade for brogdon but we don't really want to keep him long term we just need him for like the stretch run this year and then we'll use him in trade like that's fine if they want to give deuce the kind of like the run next year and just let him you know see like see what happens that's fine to me i just think it's a little bit too late in this season to expect him and bet on that i don't know that just seems a little little extreme to me yeah <clears throat> also wasn't bargnani 77 yes yes the real luca Okay. Yo, the Bargnani experience was like, what is he doing, folks? Straight, it's straight from hell. It was straight from Satan himself. I mean, it's better than watching Preston Chua play basketball for ten minutes. Really? Yes. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Bargnani, Bargnani was getting like, especially when he, we first got him, he was getting like thirty minutes a night. Like, what yeah. is he? What is he doing, folks? What is he doing? <laughs> Dude, when you, have, when you have J.R. Smith baffled, you are clearly doing something extremely wrong. The only good thing Bargnani did is dunk in fucking Kevin Garnett's dumbass face. He did? Yeah, it's awesome. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was really cool. I don't remember most of Bargnani. And then he was talking He was talking shit to KG, too. It was really funny. The only thing I remember from Bargnani is the what is he doing, folks, and the failed dunk attempt on whoever that was. <laughs> that was an impressive <laughs> attempt, I will say that. <laughs> Brogdon, I miss Reaganomics. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love trickle down theory. <laughs> trickle down economics works. Trust me, I'm rich. <laughs> uh, his no poor Bob. blacks in the neighborhood deserved crack. <laughs> Jordan Bub, do you see a possibility where uh, the Knicks end up as second or third seed of the conference by end of the season? Tyrese, I think they'll be more bullish on this than anybody. So. I, I think they'll be third. I don't trust the Sixers, man. Like, 
Embiid's already well. We just again. beat the shit out of them, and Embiid yeah. is constantly hurt. And who's their third option? Kelly Oubre on a good night. Yeah, <laughs> the Sixers' offense to me—I didn't get to talk about it last night—but um, the Sixers' offense to me just feels so flat because they don't have that third creator. Maybe they yeah, make a trade. They didn't have Melton yesterday, dude. God, yeah, they're I, missing. Oh, that's their other third option on a good night. It's that's either Melton three. or Ubre. The big, like our big three, is you know, Randall, Brunson, and uh, and Grimes. So imagine if we were yep. missing Grimes. You know, it's tough. Yep, I just <laughs> so stupid. But um, I think the they legit help. They legit help hate Melton over there. By the way, why? I think he's probably just he's probably getting his role is probably too big for what they need. Yeah, it is. He's been like basically their point guard off the bench, right? Otherwise, it's Beverly, and it's just like, dude enough <laughs> yeah i mean before he was like their starting two guard and then they made the change when kelly Oubre came back um and then yeah dude why does campaign shoot like such a fucking idiot man <laughs> good lord where did that come from just watching the bucks game in the back right now oh remember when we wanted to get campaign we I kind of, actually I did after that exactly, one. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I remember that, you wanted him yeah. to. That, that finals year was good. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know what happened after that. The thing is though, like I wanted him exactly on the contract he got. I was not like, dude, this guy. Let's make him fucking. Let's so rich. Give him. Let's give him the fucking keys. <laughs> he's got. He's got the juice here. Um, but yeah, uh, how much can we offer iHeart this summer? This is from Giannis LB eighty. Mm. Uh, I we we were talking about on Discord today. If anybody wants to do the math, go for it. But like, they can offer him something starting. Uh, they can offer him sixteen point two million starting salary next season, and then they can give him eight percent raises for four or I think they can only go four years because they only have his early bird rights. Um, so whatever that is, I think it's something like four seventy four or something like that, probably. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I honestly like I know he's playing great. I I just think that. He, I think he'll stay. I, if they if they give him the dollars, I think he'll stay. I'm not too worried about it. He he seems like he wants to be here. He knows his role. He knows what his role is when and when 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 Mitch is here and when Mitch is not here. So like it's kind of like he like it's it's consistency, you know. I mean, he's making a case for himself for more than just being you know. Mitch's backup. I'm just saying the offense looks really good. And if you're going to do this OG DiVincenzo thing at the two and three, where like OG just can't dribble and DiVincenzo, you don't want him to dribble. Uh, like every time he goes inside the arc, I'm like, you should don't do it. that. Yeah. Just pass it though. Just pass it right now. Um, <laughs> but like, I think you need his facilitation. And honestly, he's opened up the floor so much more for Randall. Uh, you can see how Randall benefits playing off of him. And yeah, like I'm not, I'm just saying, like, you need to keep, you, you should, we need to keep him. And then you have options with things you can do with your roster and trades and all that stuff. And that's important. So, yes. <laughs> Campaign outplayed Katie and Booker in a game seven. Never forget. That's real. Wait, which game seven was this? I don't know, but I'm just gonna I'm rolling with this. This <laughs> <laughs> could be this could be total misinformation, and we have no idea. I'm trying to think back which game seven was this. You think you think they're vet chatting fucking campaign stats? Come on, bro. No, it's probably he's probably talking about the Mavericks one where they blew them out. Probably. 
but KD was on the team then. But it's fine. We can retro <laughs> like we can like retroactively put KD on that roster to slander him. I like we're all losers there. anyway. It yeah. he fits right in. Uh, this is from Brian Benjamin. Thank you, Brian Benjamin, for the super chat. Hey, we got super chats working. Brian Benjamin figured it out. Thank you, Brian Benjamin. Thank you, Brian Benjamin. Go straight to my tuition. (laughs) That's a dollar 33 for each of us, baby. Let's Let's go. go. Uh, oh, it was game. Oh, he meant game six against the Nuggets. Ah, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, the Booker, like, I gotta say, I do like, I love his game, and I kind of think he's an ideal fit here. I do sometimes game seven stats are I, I do sometimes look at his elimination game stats and I'm like they are very brutal. It's a small sample, but also you're like, what's happening here? <laughs> what's going on? Are you good? Everything okay? Um yes, Karen. There's the 40 point smackdown against Dallas. Uh yeah, look, I, I don't know. I, I just it's exciting to watch this team right now. And like honestly, they didn't even play that well tonight. And every time they decided, like, okay. Let's let's just try now. They were able to pretty easily just fucking. And them. they've been doing it consistently too, no matter who the opponent is. It's like, give us the Timberwolves, number one defense in the league. Give us the number two defense in the league. We'll do it against them. Give us the lowly Bulls and the lowly Wizards. We'll beat the shit out of them too. Like, just bring them all. Let's beat the shit out of everybody. Who do we play on Monday? We play on Tuesday and we play the. Oh, we play uh, Tuesday. Who do we play? Blazers. Blazers. Are there no NBA games on Monday? Uh, I think there might not be because that's the national championship game, and I wonder if they just scheduled it. To like uh, the NBA has been very interesting with their scheduling on certain days. Adam Silver is a coward. So, there are well, games on Monday. Yeah, there's like actually a bunch. Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four, six. So and I see a bunch of blowouts too. Good. Nobody wants to watch fucking Michigan. <laughs> I also would not like to watch fucking Michigan. Um, but I would like to watch this again. Oh man! All right, we have the Blazers on Tuesday. Oof. Yeah. Yikes! This is pretty funny. Just There's... leave Malcolm Brogdon in in New York. Thank you, Christian. Christian uh, Winfield at Chris Blashed reminded that he's fallen short of forty by one point twice in the last four games. Julius Randle says, "You asshole." <laughs> <laughs> Low key, Christian has been like good on the beat. Jonathan Christian, yeah, he's actually like not. He doesn't take himself too seriously, which I kind of appreciate. Need, needed a, a a fresh young face of color. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for Chris Percy Einan. What are you talking about? Chris is Chris is like Dominican. Yeah, but he's white. <laughs> it's okay to say the beat needed a black guy. Okay. <laughs> Okay, if Hardstein is black, then Chris is Dominican. <laughs> Bruh, this beat was looking like Utah for many, many years. I mean, look, no, I, honestly, I think he's done a good job. And I think he, um, again, like, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Like, he... Part of, like, the uh, the the right of initiation as a beat writer is that everybody's just going to shit on you initially. Yeah, and he took, that, he took that, like, pretty lighthearted, you know? He didn't, like, take it too seriously. I mean, he kind of understood that he was coming from the enemy side, you know? Yeah, but, 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 like but he also got a lot of shit for being, like, the NFT god. Uh, yeah. And he, he took that <laughs> yeah. in stride. He took that in stride. So I have to give him props. Prop I mean, like, yeah, you have to be, especially if you're going to be on Twitter all the time and shit. Like, you can't take anything that anyone says seriously, or else you're, like, legitimately going to be on the brink of jumping off the George Washington. Unless you're Ian Bagley. Fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here you are taking what he said seriously every single time you get a chance to bring he it up. You. He owned you. He owned you, Tyrese. Whatever. He can't break news. Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's like Fred Cass is lapping you in your job. Come on, guys. You don't miss Frank Isola. <laughs> Yikes. What is he even doing? I don't even know what Frank's doing anymore. He is uh, doing um, Nets studio work. Yeah, he's on the yes. Uh, this oh. from JD. I want DeJounte's contract for the Star Trek summer, but I don't know if I want his energy messing up the vibes we got. I don't give a fuck about DeJounte Murray right now, dude. I'm sorry. Like, first of all, is he even going to be able to be an asset when he's getting 10 shots a game next to Brunson and Randall? Like, I just, I have a hard time. And he's like, going to be smoking. I just don't like the idea of, well, we're buying low on this thing, but when we're ready to trade, for some star actually will be trading high on DeJounte Murray then. And it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's like, come on. Uh, are we like wall street? Like we're wall street traders now. I don't know. It just feels, it feels very convoluted. And they kind of tried to do this at, at much lower stakes uh, with Cam Reddish and that didn't work. So I don't know if you want to go back to the well by taking a player from the same team uh, to do this at a much higher stakes level. It, it's just, I don't know. Like, just go get me, you know, fucking just get bring Brogdon, get me Clarkson, and we're we're fine. We don't need to do the whole we don't need to do like the 17 D chess move. It's okay. Uh, this is Jordan Bub. Uh I'll so schedule. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh one so January 9th, Portland, January eleventh at Dallas. At Dallas, uh January 13th at Memphis, January 15th. How, how the fuck do we get two whole road games again in our next three? What is this schedule, man? Uh, Adam January, Silver, folks. Yeah, January 15th, Orlando. January 17th, Houston. January 18th, Washington. January 20th, Toronto. January 23rd, Brooklyn. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the Knicks definitely have a chance here to stack up some wins and hopefully get some separation in the East from some of these teams that are all stacked up from, what is it, from like four to eight right now four yep. to seven something whatever it is four to eight yeah yeah four to eight is really bunched up in there i mean orlando we thought i thought orlando would sort of start to fall off but they sort of held strong during this west coast trip no, even it's coming ended. it's coming don't worry do you, do you guys think that we should consider trading um brunson and randall for jalen green <laughs> <laughs> would jalen green even do that to himself <laughs> probably not oh my god like you could put on four strays in 2k and that shit what's good say no like uh it's from kenny mayor uh from mid jan to mid feb the next play like 12 or 14 at home and one of the road games is brooklyn um that is where the Knicks need to cash in 100 percent uh JL says DeJounte is a clown. I tend to agree. Yes, he is. Um, the biggest. Well, remember, he doesn't smoke. He Don't get anything. started on that cokehead Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> um, Gilbert Arenas has to be the first NBA player with um, CTE. Uh, but... I don't know. First, she was giving him a runner for his money. Mm, yeah, I, I, I would agree there. But Gilbert, man, he is. The shit that he says, man, it's like. It's like, do you want to have relations with, with Jalen Green? Or, and you just don't know how to say it? I mean, to each their own, but like... 
Because like the way he talks about Jalen Green, I've never seen like even Jalen Green fans would probably think what he said is ridiculous. I don't know about that. Jalen Green Dude. fans love Jalen Green. They love them some Jalen Green. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's like us with RJ. Or rather, Knicks fans with RJ. Let me not say us. He said us. Look at look at him. He doesn't even he can't even hide it anymore. Shalom. Oh please. I'm I am elated <laughs> he's off my team, by the way. Um uh, AJ Schuler, I was at the game. Gallo's still a good looking dude. I forgot. So he, he just doesn't play now? Yeah, I guess not. not. I completely forgot that he's on the team. I remember there was this weird thing where Wes Unseld was playing him as like a backup five. Yeah, he's a five, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Wes Unseld. Yo, Being I had, creative. I, I feel bad for him, though, man. Like that pool is a disaster right now. He has no <laughs> confidence. Like, like it's, it's fine to, like, you know, look, we all got our pool jokes off. But like actually watching him today was kind of sad i was like dude what the hell like you're not even doing stupid shit now you're not doing anything like he's just out there like, shitty pool yeah he doesn't he looks like he has <laughs> he has no confidence in anything he's doing it's kind of crazy to watch him um, yeah it is depressing and kuzma looks like he's just dying like he's waiting to get out like he's waiting to get traded well, here it's funny because like this is what these guys wanted they wanted their own team and now they're realizing like Maybe it was better when we were on winning situations, even you, if our role wasn't as expanded as we wanted it to be. So do you, do, I, I don't actually think Poole wanted his own team. I think Poole, Poole was happy in Golden State. Not I happy, Poole, but. No, he got, like, the Draymond, thing, the Draymond thing clearly <laughs> fucked him up. Like, that's Draymond's clearly fucked yeah. up, too. Like, Draymond punched the fucking kid in the face, and then, like, the organization was just like, we suspended him for two days, and now he's back before he missed the game like that i mean i would First, feel also pretty- can I, I, gotta, I gotta say this the league and teams with their suspensions have been pretty pathetic did you like the draymond one? Oh, oh, chris paul's hurt okay oh, let's draymond, bring draymond. Can go, yeah, draymond can come back now he can come back now <laughs> draymond you're off suspension <laughs> that, I, I, this league it, is so pathetic but it's, it's so just pathetic. It, I just, I actually feel, I feel bad for him in some ways. Like maybe he deserved it. I don't know what the hell he said to, to Draymond. We can all speculate, but like, I, I don't I heard, really. Care. I heard it was something yeah. about him and his stupid backpack and needing yeah. money and shit. Like, but like, that. I don't care what he said. Like, you don't just get to run around punching people in the fucking face for that. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. That's like, and and I, <laughs> the worst is like the people that are like, well, dude, back in the '90s, Jordan punched Steve Kerr, and I'm like. That's awesome, dude. We're not in the 90s anymore. This is Look at Steve Carr. Steve Carr has CTE now when he's coaching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have Kaminga? What? I have Moses Moody on my bench? What? <laughs> Who's Moses? The I knew Andrew Wiggins get a haircut. What's going prophet. on? <laughs> the prophet? Uh, no, I, but I, I like, and then, he, you know, now he's in this Washington situation where, like, who the hell knows what's going on? I And who's not, like, did he really want his own team, or was he just like, well, Washington's going to give me the most money, so let me get the money, and then I'll figure it out. And to be honest, that's what Washington wants, right? Like, they paid him to just keep the asset, yeah. and they're going to trade him. Like, they're going to trade him. So yeah. I just feel bad for, like, I-, I don't even understand how to judge Wes Unseld. Like, what is he supposed to do with this team? I don't um, know. They give him players like Johnny Davis, who, God bless whoever – Whoever worked on Johnny his jump Davis, <laughs> whoever worked on his jump shot with him, that shit looked broke as fuck. Good for him. At least he got that Taco Bell ad before. Uh, <laughs> before that, they yeah. discovered he's a fraud. I don't know. I don't know what happened to his jumper. That's like one of the craziest. Like that's like some false type shit, man. 
Um, it's insane what teams let these players get into right after they get drafted. Like they just give them like they don't screen these trainers that they they get and shit like that. Like because his jumper looked fine in college and then got to the NBA and look what happened. Do you remember? Do you remember when uh, we thought that Keith Smart was the reason that RJ couldn't shoot? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look what he did to DSJ when DSJ was here. That was crazy. But the, <laughs> the, the funny thing is, RJ shot forty percent from that second year, right? And Hanlon was like, "Oh yeah, no, we had to work on this last year. We changed his release point." Like, and I was like, "Oh my god, Keith Smart's a terrorist." And now it just turns out like maybe Drew Hanlon. Yeah, maybe true. Maybe Drew Hanlon's the real terrorist here. Maybe Drew Hanlon's the real terrorist. Maybe RJ needs to stop eating the foods that he eats. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe. But yeah, like I did, I did like Kulabali. I mean, he's kind of like he's just a seventeen-year-old or whatever. How old he is? Eighteen, trying to figure out what the hell he's doing on a court. But like, I thought, I thought he showed like he he's consistently flashed stuff when I watched them. But it's like this is the hardest part of rebuilding, and I honestly didn't appreciate this at the time because the Knicks were just so bad for so long, right? You kind of like lose track of like what the fuck you actually need to start rebuilding a team, mm-hmm. and like whatever we anybody's criticisms are of Julius, the fact that he was able to just like take up usage at a certain level was good for us. Cause it was like, okay, well now we at least have some like central point to start building out of like out from and make sense of like, you see this with Detroit too, where it's like, Kane's starting to play really well, but I just don't know that he's like a guy that you want in that role. I, I feel like you actually, I feel like the lesser usage he gets, the more impactful he's going to be as a player in his career. Um, but like this, this Washington thing is just, it's a mess. Like they clearly got pool there to take one, take a shot on him, but two, they were like, all right, he can take some of this usage. Kuzma will take some of this usage and that'll be okay. And it's just not working. Um, and it sucks because like, you know, I, I legitimately thought, okay, those two with Tyus Jones, I'm not saying they were going to win a bunch of games, but I was like, but they would have at least been more respectable than they are right now. Functional. They, they didn't look functional for like, half of the game today and you're like what the fuck is this like it's it's just i don't know it it sucks and i guess like this is kind of what you have to do though when when you just spent the last like five years pretending bradley beal is like a top five player or something and you finally trade him for nothing but um yeah it just kind of sucks and then you got like denny pulling up like that 30 footer he took was crazy all I know is that a loss for the Wizards is a loss with IDF, and that makes me happy. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Bob says, uh, the Knicks are 14-1 against teams currently with losing records. Julius Randle on the Knicks taking care of the business. They're supposed to. Don't play with your food. Uh, except for the start of the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, but, but like, the, the, and, and the one loss they have is to the Jazz, who basically since then have been, like, I think they might be, like, 11-6 and six since then. They've been playing a lot better. They had a terrible loss last night to Boston, but they bounced back tonight. They beat Philly. Um, like they've they've been playing a lot better, and that's why Mister Ainge is probably like gonna trade guys. He's like, all right, we can't have this. This is not the plan. You guys are fucking up my plan. <laughs> Every year they do the same thing. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's the OKC thing. My conspiracy conspiracy theory is that Stephen A. hasn't actually watched sports for over a decade at least. (laughs) That's that's fair. I think I would probably, yeah. I I could see that happening. I mean, if you're... He had the nerve to try and tweet last night, like, bro. He tagged the Julius Randle fan account. That shit was hilarious, bro. (laughs) 
It's just embarrassing. And like, this is the guy I'm supposed to believe cares about the Knicks deeply. Give me a break, bro. <laughs> Who? Hartenstein. Some guy named Hartenstein. What did he know? He didn't say Hartenstein. He, he mispronounced his name, right? Hartenstein or Hartenstein or whatever you want to call it. It's like, dude, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like, it would be like me looking at his name and be like, what is this? Stefan? Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> Stephen A. Smythe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Steve Kerr looking at his bench. Where the fuck is Marie's face? <laughs> Where's Sean Livingston? <laughs> Isn't Livingston like an executive or something? Like, is he at the NBPA now or something? I think so. I don't remember. I remember he was in the the Warriors front office yeah. for a bit, but yeah. But I know. I think he's. I'm pretty sure he's left now. Uh, this is from MF. Over under ten games in, <laughs> DJM would start tweaking the locker room and doing the. Joaquin Phoenix dance from the bathroom scene in Joker. <laughs> He's definitely not someone who is stable emotionally. <laughs> I just, I really, and I like, I don't trust guys like that in this market. And like, look, we, we saw this with Julius had a whole year, right? Where he like is clearly off kilter with whatever was going on. And that was endless storyline. That's all we talked about. And it was like, it was, and it became a national story. And it's just like, like, and, and Julius didn't really like, if you think about it, he wasn't like doing cryptic shit on Instagram and like unfollowing people and all this weird bullshit that DeJounte does all the whole half time. Um, so I don't know. I, I just think the, the like DiVincenzo had a quote right before the game where it's like, everybody's like playing for each other and the energy is contagious or something like that. Bondi had a quote from him and it's like, you can sense that. And if you have something good brewing, it's not wrong to bring something else in. Like we did with Josh Hart last year. But I think when we traded for Josh Hart, one of the reasons I was good, like happy with that move is I was like, okay, no, like he's going to like, this is going to work. He will fit into the vibes and the vibes will be vibing at a higher vibe level. Um, and I feel like bringing DeJounte Murray, the vibes will be uh, negative vibing. It will be negative vibes and unsatisfactory uh, vibes. Yeah, not not the vibes you're looking for. So I, I would be very weary of bringing him in. <laughs> AJ Shula, that came across like low key anti Semitism when Stephen A did that. I don't know if it's anti Semitism. I do think he thinks it's funny to mispronounce European names and like has done that. He's like, xenophobia. He's done this going back to like the Rasho Nesterovich. And then he did like the Chris Apps, poor Zingus, and Frank <laughs> Neely. I like it's like dude, these. He just not... really hates Europeans because he yeah, says like, those names with like such disgust. Yeah, like let me like, bro, you what did he play like D three ball? Like, well, shut <laughs> up, man! Like, you're not gonna, like you like have some like legendary career, and even if you did, like you're on fucking like when you're in the media, it's not. It should. It's part of your job to like try to understand how to pronounce shit. And, like, it's one thing if you're Clyde and you literally just can't pronounce things and make it up, like, ad lib a name as you go along. Markinson. Like, yeah, but, like, but that's not... He's not... Clyde's doing, old. And he's not doing that to, like, get a reaction or, like, come across insulting. Like, Stephen A. Smith is clearly saying stuff like that in a way that's, like, almost like he's talking down to these guys. I, I, I don't like it. I've never liked it. I think it's kind of horseshit. And I would like if that... He did not keep getting away with just being an asshole like that. Uh, thank you again to Brian Benjamin. Um, could we just get John Wall to be our bench guard? He should be cheap, and maybe he's humbled himself being out of the NBA. I I, I don't know, man. 
I don't care about that one. John I remember watching it at the start last year against the Clippers. Because he was on the Clippers, right? The start of last season? Yes. And he looked okay. But then, like, I remember checking in, like, a month later, and I was like, oh, my God. This looks terrible. Um, I, I he, he might be and in the Kemba zone said, where – This looks terrible. He might be in the Kemba zone where it's like he can sustain it for – Three or four games. Wasn't he like starting or something, or was it was it Reggie Jackson starting last year? Wall started, I'm pretty sure. And the Clippers were such a weird ass team last year. They're I see, I see why they were so. I know. I say. I see why they were so desperate for James Harden. And you know, they will enjoy this honeymoon phase until it dwindles, like it always does with Tubby Harden. He has been playing really well so far. Um, mm. This is Jordan Bowe, but the only team with a losing record we lost to was Utah, and that was in their building. They're also 10 and 4 since that game. Yeah, the 11 and 4, I think, if you count tonight. Yeah, um, they did beat the Sixers. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I will say, like, we've talked about Tyus Jones, like, and I, I'm not trying to, like, take too much from this game today, but I think if you get a guard, you want them to be somebody that you can envision playing alongside Brunson. I don't think Tyus Jones can. Mm-mm. And he doesn't have that off the ball juice. Yeah, and he's just not big enough. I don't think Tibbs well, and we know that's all that matters to Tibbs, so we know that wouldn't that wouldn't fly. Um, even if they were the best lineup in like the fucking league or something. Um, but like that's that's what it is. So I, I wouldn't I don't know. I, I like Caius, I just don't think he makes sense after watching this game. Yeah. Also, I just need someone that's gonna just like you know be have balls enough to take certain shots, you know? So do you think instead of just limiting ourselves to like ball handling guards, like what would you think about like Bogdanovich in Atlanta? Why? Because he's a pretty I don't, good handler. I don't he's, a hate ball it. Handler. he's a okay ball handler. He can create a pick and roll. He's obviously a fucking like marksman. Like he adds like our shooting has been really good. He would simply add to that. Um, and I think if you're like, like secondary playmaking juice a little bit. Yeah. And if you're just trying to buy minutes for the bench, I feel like he gives you enough. I wouldn't be mad at it. If we're taking someone from Atlanta, I'd rather it be him than the emotional man. Is he Bogdan or is he Boyan? He's Bogdan. Uh, I think he's Bogdan. He's he's, he's Bogdan. Boyan is the one with the, the J. So Bogdan, Atlanta. Uh, he also has a contract that is it's 17.2 next year, 16 the next year, and then there's a team option for 16 the year after. That's like pretty decent salary filler, I think, to include in a, in a trade, also. So, for sure, I would and teams will always be looking for that type of player as well. Yeah, if they and if they're if they're like actually trying to sell off, which I think Jake Fisher had a or he dropped something today that was like basically said that. He thinks they're like. I've been seeing a lot of reports of that lately, too. Yeah, by the way, that it, this isn't just going to be like, oh, we're going to try and like cash in on one guy. Like this might be like a hard sell off and kind of a hard reset for them. Um, Good for them around, around Trey. Yeah. Good for them. It takes it takes it takes balls as a GM, I think, to realize you're not going somewhere with a certain core of guys and just want to hit the reset button. It helps when he's not. There, none of them are really his guys because he wasn't Landry, the GM. Landry's guy, right? Yeah. Landry's so young to be a GM. He really left the league really early. 
I mean, he was ass. What else? Did he, do? he left the league because he was injured and he had like the thoracic um syndrome. Thoracic ass syndrome? Like, yeah. What are we? What's happening here? I I I'm probably saying the wrong word, but like he had that thing where you know he had he he had the Fultz thing. I know. Yeah, he had the Fultz thing. Thank you. I, I don't know what it's like really called. Oh, yeah, no, he he fucked up his elbow. Like, yes. And then and, just, and his shot was never the same after that. Yeah, I remember so watching him shoot after that. And I was like, yeah, on the Raptors. It was yeah, rough. That was, was, was <laughs> wow. You um, why are why are like at least sort of fan favorite Knicks players always ended up on the Raptors? Like Landry was sort of a fan favorite for a while. He ended up on the Raptors. Novak ended up on the Raptors. Um, Constantine. I on the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny Mayer says, I can see Bogdanovich ATL costing at least a first. A team like Philly would definitely offer that. I feel like Knicks would get outbid since other teams need more. I'm actually Possibly. curious about Philly because the history of Maury is that like he doesn't generally trade out picks unless he thinks that moves the needle for championship contention. And generally, he likes to hoard his picks to then include for a star. So I wonder if you would actually offer him for Boganovich, but I do agree that they would, I mean, they do need somebody and maybe they would offer more, but like, I don't know. I mean, I think the Knicks, what's more valuable to a team like Atlanta? Do you want, because Philly has what they have one of their own picks. They got a pick from the Clippers and they got a protected first from somewhere. Is that? I believe so. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Correct. That I, I, I still feel like we could probably get him if we wanted. But maybe you're right. You could be right. Um, this Curtis Bernard, thoracic outlet syndrome. Basically, there we go. Syndrome. That was also what Connor Pearson Ward said. Um, Jeremy Dash. Wow, I didn't realize Fields is an executive. I know. That's how I know I'm old as well as all the gray hair. Philly screams Siakam. I. I don't see the fit with Siakam and Philly. That's so weird there. I think Siakam goes to Indiana. Indiana. That's my guess. Because I don't think the Raptors want to bid. So the theory I've heard is that Siakam will just sign in Philly. Mm. Why? And that's why he doesn't want to extend in Toronto. Because he's like going to just go to Philly. And him and Embiid are going to be the Cameroonian connection. Uh, he's trying to go with his brethren. That shit is going to sound like a fucking storm the capital movement. I don't... Why? That shit would be bricks everywhere. Ew. That's filthy. Siakam, though, man, it's fine. Like, he's better than... Who are they going to get? What third... Like They're, they're not going to get another third guy. I agree, but it's also like that team needs more shooting, and I don't know how they get it. But don't you think it makes sense to be like, okay, let's just get him. And Maury's been pretty good at finding shooters in his career, like wherever. Uh, I, like they would need big wing shooters, and that's like really hard to find. I don't. But unless, you don't, do you need big wing shooters then? Because you're big. Like Siakam can defend pretty. Like he's pretty versatile defensively. You would still have obviously Embiid as your defensive anchor, who's been really good this year, except when he plays the Knicks, um, and then. In general, like they've been pretty solid with their perimeter defense, right? Like they've done a good job of finding dudes that can kind of just like execute. And Nurse is a pretty good coach in general, like tactically. I don't know. I I think Siakam did Siakam and Nurse had a good relationship too, right? I'm pretty sure they like 
hated each other by the end of it. Do we think they hated each other, or do you think their situation made them just hate everything? Because I feel like that was... Because if I, I think like if I were a nurse, I would be like, wow, so now you guys finally traded OG and an OB and got me. You got a fucking guy that could dribble. <laughs> Why couldn't you do this last year when I had to play Fred Van Vliet like 79 minutes a game because nobody else on the fucking team could dribble? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The thing is, that, like, remember like that suspension that Siakam got yes. a couple years ago because of like Nick Nurse and everything. I don't know. I I can't see him wanting to go play with Nick Nurse again and playing Nick Nurse minutes. I can't see it. How has Nurse been this year with the minutes? I mean, I think he has to be better because um, Embiid will die different... if he doesn't, like Embiid will literally I, have his career end if he does. I think Maxi's still at like thirty eight though. Let's see. Uh, well, I mean, I think Maxie's the other guards... like, an insane. I mean, so Max, tonight. So Maxie's at thirty-seven point one for the season, uh, and then Joel. Embiid. And I'm pretty sure that leads the league. Embiid is at thirty-four point one. Dude, Nick Nurse and and Tibbs are like they must be related. <laughs> <laughs> like they they're very I mean, like they're both... how experimental they get, but they're both just like no. <laughs> Every, you will play the minutes. minutes. Yeah, you will play the minutes tonight. Big wing shooters, Kuzma. Maybe. His three point. What is he Kuzma shooting this year? I feel like he always shoots well from three against us. By the way, he's like shooting always, always versus us. Thirty five and a half this year. He's hmm. kind of leveled out over the last four years. So last four years, he's at thirty six point one, thirty four point one, thirty three point three, thirty five point seven. So he's like a decent shooter. And you could realistically think maybe that gets better playing off of better guys. He hasn't played off of like an actual good playmaker creator in a while. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I, first of all, I just think Siakam is like mid as fuck now, but eh, eh, I'm, I'm whelmed with the idea of like Siakam and B together. Whelmed. I just kind of feel like, I mean, that's, that's still a second round exit to me. So I don't, eh. but I just like, they, they have to do something though. Right. I feel like if you get Siakam, then you could, even if you lose in the second round, I feel like that's a pretty decent sell to Embiid. Like you don't, they don't want to trade him, right? I think it's safe to say that like they obviously don't yeah. want to trade him more or less mm-hmm. keep him. So right. I think that's like a decent sell then if you get him to be like, look, just give me time. Like I got you a third guy. Like we have like Maxi's still, he's too young. He's 23. He's going to get better. Like give me a little bit more time and I'm showing you that I can pivot. So like, let me cook for a little bit. I don't know. I don't think that's unreasonable. I think that I, I think that is probably their best sell to make to him. So I don't know. Uh, Villain X, how was McBride utilized tonight? He basically just took the minutes that Brunson didn't play. Right. I I don't know. Is there much else to talk about that? With McBride, he like was aggressive and trying to take his shots, which I enjoyed. Shout out his putback dunk. Yeah, that was oh, that was nuts. That was awesome. He had a really nice stretch in that first quarter. I, I think I thought his defense. And that first quarter was awesome too when he came first in. First quarter deuce. Yeah. Uh, and I like, I thought Grimes' defense tonight was actually good, uh, especially not like that first half when they came in. That group made some really good plays defensively. Didn't, did Grimes have a block? Did I imagine that? No, he had a block. Yeah, yeah he did. He had a block yesterday too, didn't he? Yeah. Stepping up. Yeah. I like that. Like he's like, you know, starting to play with a little bit more energy. I like some of the threes he pulled on today. Like they weren't good. Some of them weren't even good shots. And I was like, I don't care. Like I, I'd rather you just, Take that, like, have the confidence to take those shots, and then we can figure out shot selection. 
He's like that. Let's let's work backwards. Let's work backwards. <laughs> work backwards. <laughs> uh, Ace Bouchard, the best creator Kuzma has been able to play with in the last couple of years was Porzingis. Yeah, I mean that, and Porzingis is many things. Bradley Beal, a little bit. Bradley Beal played like seven games, so it doesn't count. True. Also, Ace Bouchard, why do the Raptors ever think they can be competent with three creators? All that dribble like OG. <laughs> because Masai is using the Toronto Raptors to fuel his Giants of Africa program, and he's not running their Giants Africans of Africa, Africa program. Uh, Jordan Bubb, who Who's has it worse right now, Lakers or Nets? I mean, shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, with the Lakers, at least you got LeBron. If you want to like trade him off or something, him and AD, like that. Don't, that with don't the Nets. Isn't LeBron just doing the thing he always does, or the like passive aggressive thing? Where yeah, he's like, he, he like he has to be. Hey, get me more help until the deadline. He's saying you know? Brody is gonna be Brody can play yeah. an NBA team right now. Yeah. He's like easy, easy. Like he yeah. he hates okay. that locker room, dude. They didn't didn't I heard? I think Brody didn't Brody go like zero four today. I saw people yes. like that. Yes. Uh, but he's, like he can't cast these checks that his dad is writing. But don't but don't you think like I think LeBron? This, this is just like the LeBron team thing. Like where mm-hmm. they have to do like they have to have some drama and then eventually like a trade will happen and then all of a sudden LeBron will be like, I'm happy now, and then everybody's happy, and then they play way better to close the year and they make the playoffs. I feel like that's just what's gonna happen. Yeah, I know. It just I I, I don't know what they do in order to improve their offense because all their players just suck. Especially Cam Reddish. <laughs> I have a take. I have a take. The Lakers should trade high on Austin Reeves. Wow. The Lakers, what did you get? DeJounte Murray. <laughs> like, le- legit, like, what do you get? They're, like, that's their only shooting. I don't know what they're going to do if they trade. Yeah, they really don't have anybody else that can shoot, right? Yeah, like, nobody cares about fucking D'Lo. LeBron took a three yesterday. Did you guys see this? Take a step back in the corner, hit the fucking top of the backboard. Yes, him and Cam Reddish are playing CTE ball at the end of the game. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was that? Like that ro- yeah, that, that roster just stinks, man. Like, there's no shooting on that team. Like, they have a bunch of one-way players, and their one-way players are not good at the one-way stuff. I just, I don't know. Like, I I wonder if Reeves is still, like, super... Because like, you know the way people are talking about him in the summer. And I'll be honest, like, I still think he's... I, I, I don't... I know his, all his impact stuff this year is way down. But, like... I think he's a good ball handler, a good creator for a wing. It just feels like he has to do too much because the rest of the team is not doing enough aside from AD or LeBron. But I don't know. I, I feel like the way people were talking about the summer, I wonder if there's still any teams out there that would like overpay for him. But I guess you're right. Like, what does that even look like? Is it like, oh, DeJounte is better than him and we could get him for just like, and it's like, okay, but does DeJounte actually do stuff for us? Seems unlikely yeah the DeJounte isn't fixing their offense and that's their problem the problem is their offense stinks the Bucks are like broken right now man this is terrible <laughs> but and it, it pisses me off see. that they it pisses me off how much they freaking what you call it little stuff from three this year yeah now they now they can't. Now Dame can't shoot. Yeah, JL Dame's so been now. It's only eighteen points. So, yeah, he he's got. I'm looking at. I mean, I've been watching this game without like following the box score at all. And every time I see Dame, Dame, this is this is hilarious. Five of 16, 18 points, one of eight from three. 
<laughs> I saw somebody tweet out the other day, like, Dame's putting up the worst 61 true shooting season I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's no, so, very it's gross. It's so bad. It's so gross. <laughs> it's a free it's a free throw merchant ass 61 true shooting. Like, <laughs> there's some ethical 61 true shootings. That is the least ethical 61 true shooting I've seen in a minute, man. <laughs> Kenny Mary says, what's the chances LeBron leverages his son to get a contender to draft him? <laughs> They can also join that team for a better situation. His one way to leave Lakers and people wouldn't crush him. I, I guess I think this is a thing. I think this yeah, is a thing. yeah. I mean, people are already thinking this, so they're obviously going to crush him for doing that. Like they're like, he's, oh look, LeBron, you know, forced his son to get drafted yeah, by this team. He's he either the middle of exception and it like joined the Warriors or something. It'd be so fucking funny. None of <laughs> none of the none of the big media people will crush him. They all they all like is Tim McManaman really? Tim McManaman's gonna be like. David McManaman? Or whatever his name is. Uh, and he, he's going to be like... Looks like a mouse eater. We'll call him Mrs. Mrs. Andrews. Mr. Andrews, sorry. Mr. Andrews. <laughs> Mr. Andrews. Uh, he, he takes her name. Should but like... <laughs> but like, no, he... I just think he's like... He'll get the... He'll, oh, he deserves this. The Lakers had nothing going. Like, this is just what he had to do. Like, he did, like he's the... Like, all that stuff will come out. And that, that'll be his cover to, to go. So I I don't think that's outrageous at all. I could ma- imagine if the Knicks draft Bronny though. So Rich Paul, actually, you have to kiss my ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to trade for LeBron? Interesting. Interesting. You say that. All I'm saying is like Bronny is not a bad prospect. I will say that much. Massimo, so. LeBron is just trying to get back to Miami. J.K. Uh, LeBron is the worst GM in the league. He won I four GM. I disagree. Uh, Kevin Durant is the worst GM in the league. <laughs> yep. That Suns roster is hilarious. Yusuf Nurkic, bro. He's actually been good for them, though. He just is Yusuf Nurkic. Like, he's gonna I get, know. I, I know. He's going to just like 16, 17, 18 games minimum every year. Yeah. He sucks when he's... But he's actually like having a good season, so I'll give him that. <laughs> I'd hate my life if my dad followed me to my job as a teenager. <laughs> Nick V. And look, can you imagine like having to be on your road with your dad every single day? And he's like waking you up and doing Taco Tuesday and shit. Like, fuck out of here, dude. Especially LeBron, he's so fucking like corny. Over the top. He's so over the top all the time with that. Plus, shit. like, the media is going to be on your ass just by like existing. <laughs> the goat son. Like, uh Patrick McGlinchey, shout out from Ireland lads, 4 a.m. here. Just watch the game. Hey, shout out to you. Patrick. Yeah, shout out to you for staying up to 4 a.m. to watch us. Appreciate you. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you're still here, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button, by the way. <laughs> Christian Wood, Christian Wood was running point Darvin Ham. <laughs> the Christian Wood effect is real, by the way. I do want to say that. The fact Bruh. that like he just carries loser stench with him everywhere. He and hasn't made so... the playoffs. Oh, he never made. Yeah, you're right. He's never made the playoffs. And looks like he's not going to be making it this year. <laughs> this is pretty funny, though. And like Embiid staying in the game yesterday to get the 30 and 10 streak alive. And then he misses today with the injury. Yeah. And he's he was not clearly... making 65 games. I don't think he does it. How many games has he missed so far? Uh, I think he's missed. I can check today. I know he missed today's game it might be like eight already yeah it's tough that's tough uh yeah okay so he's played 27 games and i think the sixers have played in total 
Uh, 35. So he's missed eight already. This is a, this is a good quote from Christian Winfield. I asked Tom Thibodeau what he said to his players when he called timeout after the Wizards cut the Knicks' lead down to five. You don't want to know. No, I, I, no, I, Please we all me. want to know. <laughs> is he a lot that he said? That's my question. <laughs> Omar Yusuf, Dante be starting games like Channing Tatum and Coach Carter. Then he hits a couple threes and checks back in the second quarter and plays like Channing Tatum and Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he plays more like uh, what Cruz in Coach Carter because that guy used to just come in and just shoot threes and transition all the time. <laughs> Uh, Maxi is so fraudulent without Embiid, but the mainstream media is trying to put that clown over Brunson. Yeah, I, I, you know, I actually I agree with this. And I saw like I remember Fred Katz wrote a piece a couple weeks ago about like Jalen Brunson and kind of his All Star case or whatever. And he was kind of listing like who are the guys that are 100 percent going to make it. And he's like, oh, well, obviously Maxi's going to make it. And I'm like, is that that obvious? Like, is that really that obvious? Like, I feel like Brunson's having a better season than Maxi. Brunson, yeah, for sure. What is he on? What what is he scoring now? Like twenty. What's Brunson right now? Brunson's at twenty six, I believe. Twenty six points per game. That's that yeah. after today, or does that not include today? After today. Okay. Andre Dyer, laughing my ass off. Can't wait for the LeBron passive aggressive quote to his teammate. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, can you passive aggressive teammate your son? <laughs> What, you, what, was the one, what was the Kevin Love one? Why don't you stop trying to fit out and fit in? <laughs> Bro, that was like one of the best ones ever. I wonder if he's just going to be like, fucking make this cut next time before I whip your ass. Like, he's going to discipline his own son on live TV. That'd be hilarious. I'm sorry. This is wild, JL. Max is 40% from the field in games without Embiid. Ooh, wow. That's something. That is something. Uh, Nafi Mahuda, SGA should be the MVP. Maybe he's been really good, been very, very good. All this last, th- these last two losses they had, what the fuck? Like, these guys couldn't do anything wrong against us. Now they're fucking, they were down like 40 to the Nets at one point yesterday. Yeah, crazy. that was insane. CJ Stroud is insane. What did CJ Stroud just do? He threw a screen pass. Um, maybe he did something before that, though. Oh. Do you have a parlay on that too, Sam? Um, I do. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> Got to cover my bases today. I bet college, NFL, NBA. College uh, was the only beneficial one for me today, funny enough. Well, it seems like he, that, that one was enough, I think. Uh, oh, no, you hit another $1,000 parlay. How will you <laughs> ever survive, bro? Yeah, all right. What was me? <laughs> what am I gonna do with all this money? I have to pay for another marriage license. Like, get the fuck out of here! Yo, what? <laughs> Second honeymoon. Like, all right. <laughs> all right. Are we good? I don't think we have anything left to talk about, right? No, there's yeah. nothing else to talk about. We'll be back on Tuesday after the game versus Portland. Um, Nick should handle their business in that game if they've been. Read this one though before you get out of here. Oh, Jordan Bob, the Knicks are now four games back of the Bucks for the two seed. The Bucks have the fourth most difficult schedule remaining in the NBA. Um, <clears throat> yeah. 
need that. Yeah. And the way and, and the way guards have been just lighting them up. I know guards uh, guards really haven't lit them up today, at least. Um, Houston guards didn't really take advantage of that matchup. But I mean, there's a whole lot of the guards in this league that will definitely take advantage of those matchups versus the Bucks. Um, that point of attack defense is very pathetic. Um, I mean, Jalen Brunson has been making it very evident if you haven't been paying attention um, in those games. But yeah, I think. Um, I don't think the two seed is out of possibility the way the Bucks play this year. I mean, they were in a dogfight with the Spurs, and credit to the Spurs for, you know, having the game of their lives, literally, um, on Tuesday versus um, the Bucks. But, like, the Bucks, they, they bleed points. And if you're able to keep up with them and hit shots, then it's not that crazy to beat beat them. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> last thing with the Bucks, Bucks are 25 and 10. They're expected win losses, 22 and 13. That's before tonight. But um, they they were definitely outperforming kind of their actual metrics. So this is regression to the mean. Good. <clears throat> and let it continue as the yes. Knicks continue to rise. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday after the Portland game. Um, Knicks should take care of business, beating up a team that will probably be missing a lot of players because <laughs> Portland's been having a bunch of players just miss games with, like, these random injuries, like, they're they're obviously already starting their tank. Um ever since Simons has come back. Um they're giving Scoot more run. But yeah, and I mean they just waved Skylar Mays and another player, and Skylar Mays has actually been pretty productive for them. Um and they just waved him. Um could be preparing for a trade, could be tanking, who knows? Um but yeah. Playing Portland, we'll be back after Portland. You guys enjoy your two days without Knicks basketball. Uh Enjoy some football. Enjoy some college fo- college football championship. Enjoy some parlays. Enjoy some parlays. I might drop some on the timeline tomorrow, maybe. Huh? I said go Bills. You go Bills if you're a Bills fan. Um, and if you're rooting for other things, go those other things. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Peace. <laughs>